common sense advice for life. Let's chat. Now, here's Will Kesley and Tony Peck. All right, welcome back to the show. Will Kesley, my good buddy, Tony Peck. Here we are. As known as the toner. <laughs> Did you have a, a, a nickname? Were you called like... like like? No, Tony's my nickname. My real name's Anthony. That's my real name, too. My real name. Did we, did we ever know that? I think so. Because I say people call me Tony just not to call me Anthony, just to be weird, because I was a William Anthony. I'm a Anthony Addison. Wow. I didn't yeah. know we were the same. No, we're brothers from and another mother's. I have like three <laughs> nieces that are named Addison. <laughs> but that's a, that? Addison has become a universal name. So Toner is not a name you get called? Like no. H-P I was toner. always called Tone. Yeah. Tonus. Some people call me Tone. Some yeah. people call all the kids around the whole I was, IFI call me Tonus. I always got called Kez or Kezman. Yeah. Hey, Kez. Kez I got man. called Peck a lot. Never William. No. One time I got called William was when I was in trouble. Did you ever get called Bill? Oh, yeah, but only by people that were like 90. Didn't know you. Yeah, they were 90. Hey, Billy, you little Billy, come over here, Billy. And I'd be like, shut yeah. up. I always know when anybody gets on the phone <clears throat> and says, is Anthony there? It's not you. It's somebody who doesn't know me. I get that because my name looks like Kezel, but it's pronounced yeah. Kezely. And so when people call me like, is Will Kezel there? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, he passed away. Here's, oh, we're so sorry. Yeah, you won't need to call back. Bye-bye. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. No, it's and then like, you find out it's the it's the president of the United States. He just had your name wrong. There's two random kids in high school called me Anthony, and those are the only ones ever. Well, okay, Anthony. There you go. I'm going to call you Anthony. So, Anthony. <laughs> Who? Let's talk. We want to talk about child. So, we, we have this, this listener said, yo, Tones. Yo, Kesman. He didn't say that. He said, Will yeah. and Tony. Uh, so, we're thinking of having kids. There's something we ought to be thinking about before we do this. Because we have people that are saying to us, she says, people at work are telling me don't even have kids. They are a nightmare. And then I have other people that are like, oh, it's the crazy thing it ever happened to me. She goes, what are we missing? What's missing, Tones? Should they or should they not have children? Give them the answer. I can't and her name is Charlene. So, Charlene, this is for you. Here's your answer. Tones going to give it to you. Here's my answer. First off, yeah. kids, I think, are the most amazing thing ever. Now. I'd have had more kids. I had five. You have five. I have five. So, yeah. I'd have had more kids if I knew that grandkids were going to be so cool. <laughs> I'm like, honey, can we have a few more kids so we have more grandkids? Yeah, there you go. Okay, sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, I was saying that <clears throat> it's along those lines of, you know, whether or not you're ready to have kids. I don't think you're ever ready to have kids, but kids are a commitment for sure. Yep. And you want to go in eyes wide open. Yep. But you also want to make sure that you don't scare yourself off. Because if you talk about all of the crazy things that go on with having well, kids. To this point, we, 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 Tony and I pulled up some show prep before the show. Let's see what yeah, the world says about okay. having children, yeah. right, just for a second. And we talk about scaring people off. Like, we picked one from MSNBC. Oh, bless them, but they're just weird, weird the people there. They get into all the stuff like, do you have the financial support for this? Your child will cost you over $300,000. Over the life of the child. That was the number, How will you finance this? That was the number one concern they had. And do you have the funding for them to go to college? And I'm like, okay, stop right there. I'm do you already have done with you. Maternity leave and paternity leave. Yeah, and, and how much? How much leave? Do you, here, let me make one. One. So, Charlene, the number one thing about having children, and there's, we're going to do several things. I mean, mental health, your ability to take care of them, the willingness to be a parent, yeah, your commitment to the fact that that uh, that you will be a parent for a long time. These things are all critically, critically important. You don't have children because, like, well, I'm lonely and I just want somebody to love me. That's not a good. Yeah, go get a fish. Not yet. Right. <laughs> 
Get a small puppy. They 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 they, they poop less. So uh, did I just say that on the radio? I think so. I did. We went there. Can I repeat that? <laughs> Take it back. I think the first thing we want to say though is that it's a selfless thing. Yeah. Having children, adopting children, is selfless. You you can't you can't you shouldn't have children and think it's about you. See, and I think we, we you've got to choose to want yeah, to be a absolutely. good provider and support system and trainer and developer of children and to make society better because of this. But it will never be because you get convenience out of having children. There's no convenience yeah. in that. You know, well, even even that statement you said there just feels so clinical to me. You know, whenever I think about my kids and having kids, there wasn't clinical. It wasn't all this. Oh, well, you need to, you know, this and that and so much. And mm-hmm. it was about, it was all about, I wanted to expand the love I had and I expand my family. Yeah. You know, an expansion of. Did you feel guilty like you had to because your parents were like, hey, when are we getting the grandkids? Because that's part of this problem. Some people have oh. children because, well, I'm getting to that point and we probably need to have them if we're going to have them. And, yeah, and I, I go, but that's, that's poor motive, right? Mm-hmm. If, you're having, if you're off to have kids just because your parents want you to have kids, it's like you need to check your six. Yeah. Because having kids shouldn't be a somebody not about, not wants you else to have kids. It's like, no, if you want to have kids, go have kids. If, mm-hmm. you, if you don't want to have kids and your parents are trying to tell you have kids— well, then you probably need to check what you're motivated. So for. many of us who've had children, and we look, I look back at my own motivations. We, we, my wife and I were just excited to build a family and to do family and to be a family. I mean, it was kind of the whole thing. We understood yeah. that, that there was a financial obligation. We understood that there was an emotional obligation. We understood there was a spiritual obligation. We understood there was yeah. a time obligation. That wasn't a surprise to me. So this, like, this list coming out of MSNBC was just like, this is just odd. The 13 reasons you ought to check off before you even think about having children. Yeah, and and that's why I say it's I'm I'm very same way. I'm I always looked at it as this is going to grow my happiness. This is going to be something where I can see it. And and me being a football coach, I had this realization. So this is years ago, right when my first kid, he just got into football. I was coaching in. He loved it, and I was sitting there watching one of his games, and I thought, man, this is way better than even when I played football. <laughs> Yeah, and and I had that realization that when you watch your kid succeed, when you watch your kid grow, when you and you see that connection, it's like a whole nother level, better than even when you did those things yourself. I had to do more growing as an individual, as a parent. It started with being a spouse. Yeah, without having the chance to be a spouse, I I would have, I would have, I would have probably developed to be a real loser. Honestly, I mean, because the experience of having a spouse and somebody that was healthy in that environment and helped you grow in that environment was super healthy in helping me develop who I am. Children just went another layer because you can't really be fake with them because after a while they figure that out. Oh, You're either legitimate or you're just- Man, kids will smell out hypocrisy faster than anybody. Right. I mean, when's the last time you talk to a little kid and they look up at you and you go, Oh, hey, you're kind of fat. You're like, uh, yes, I am. Yeah, and you got a funny hairdo, kid. But you, <laughs> you know, they 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 see the world different. But I think going back to the point you're making about you were talking about selflessness. Yeah, it's the same thing in a relationship. When you enter into a marriage relationship, that marriage bond, mm-hmm. you can't go in it with selfish motives of I'm going in this marriage so that she gives yeah. me this and she gives me that and yeah, she gives and I me deserve that. this and yeah. right. We we call that marriage for convenience. It's okay. one of the reasons why living together rarely works out long term. Yeah, because there's, there's no commitment. 
Right. They've got it. You've got it backwards. So if you're living with somebody right now and you're expecting that someday you're going to get married, it, it just caution you. You're going to have to really, really, really think about this. Is most likely what's going to happen is you're going to threaten them with, I'm leaving if you don't marry me. And they'll relent and they'll marry you. And then a year from now, you'll be divorced. And that's just the odds. And if people say, well, if you don't live together, how do you get to know each other? Because marriage isn't about convenience. Yeah. It becomes convenient if you have first commitment. It's about commitment. It's about making a commitment and focusing on that commitment to having a healthy relationship that grows and develops. And, and that work you put in is what makes it so amazing. Yeah. If it's just convenient, it becomes easy and simple. Then when it's no longer easy and simple, what do you do? You bail out. You bail. I mean, you don't you want to be of- married to somebody that wants to be conveniently married to you. Because it works. And we just work. It's, it, it, there's something bigger than this you're missing. And you know there's going to be the hard times. There are going to be the challenges. And if it's all convenience, as soon as those challenges hit, they're like, oh, not convenient anymore. I'm out. Right. And, and the way they go. Versus the, the next level of love and compassion and connection you get when you work through that challenge. Right? Right. Absolutely. It's that work that makes it so... Look, anything in your life you've worked really hard at... <clears throat> Yeah. It's what makes it special. Have you worked hard on your plane? Absolutely. How hard? 30 years hard. Yeah, and how <laughs> how special was that when you flew that thing for it, the first time? Unbelievable. When I got it up and got in that sunset and the plane flew, and it's a dream my whole life, but I had to learn patience. I had to learn long-suffering. I had to learn to give it up when other things were more important. I had to... All these kind of things had to happen. I had to learn a lot. And all of that is wrapped up in that plane, right? And that's what made it special. It's the exact same thing in a marriage. It's great. You put in the work, you put in the time, you put in the effort, you learn together, and you get to this spot where it's just glorious. Yeah, get out of it being convenient. Get and into that's, commitment. That's commitment. what way kids can be. And it'll work. We've got to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to talk about, in addition to this, is it time to be a parent? How do you know when to be a parent? One of the questions we ask her is, what do you want to give your kids? And I leave that wide open. What do you want to give your kids? And that has a really interesting topic. That behind. is. What do you want to give your kids? What do you I want have to think about that. Yeah. Quick break. Uh, bottom of the hour news. We'll be back. Let's chat with Will and Tony. Talking about having kids. Should you? When should you? And whether it's the right thing to do or not for everybody. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> That's a dicey word, isn't it? <laughs> that is a dicey word. All right. Got to take a quick break. We'll be back. Let's chat with Will and Tony on News Talk 107.9.